In the name of Jesus, amen. As people that rarely experience any problems other than first world problems like our cell phone not having enough bars to complete the update on our social media, or delivery of dinner being delayed due to the Uber Eats driver encountering an accident, we really have a hard time imagining running out of oil for a lamp. We might have a generation of children on our hands that will scarcely ever see a light bulb change due to LEDs in their seemingly endless life. All the lights in this church are LED, and I hope we never have to touch them again. We are short on lamps, though, the oil-burning kind, but we do have candles in our sanctuary. For the divine service, you'll count six. In the season of Easter, at funerals, and at baptisms, you'll see seven, the same number that was found in the lampstand in the Old Testament temple. The seventh is the Paschal candle that represents the life, the light of Christ, his saving gospel in this dark world. However, they are not truly candles in the sense that most of you think. They're made of nylon and have reservoirs for liquid wax that a wick hangs down into. In our gospel text, there are ten virgins. They're waiting for the bridegroom to arrive for the wedding feast, and he is delayed. I can only imagine the bride. How any of you ladies would be if your now husband or soon-to-be would tarry a little too long on the way to the wedding feast, arriving possibly quite late. He was arriving for the feast of celebration that would last possibly a week or more. Think of the wedding at Cana where they ran out of wine. At that time, there was no honeymoon trip. There was no going on a cruise down the Nile River or a trip to a resort on the shores of the Mediterranean. There was a feast, and these virgins were waiting for the bridegroom to arrive. Given the time in the early first century A.D., their first world problem was oil for the lamps. It seems that for half of them, the foolish ones, even this was not a major concern, the bridegroom would arrive soon enough and all will be well. The other half, the wise ones, made sure it would not be a problem. They brought a quantity of oil sufficient for the task of waiting. Both groups fell asleep as they waited. Fatigue set in. They all lost their fight to be diligent as they waited. It reminds me of another group that could not stay awake one dark and dreadful night as they waited to an extent unaware, with the same bridegroom. It was the disciples of Jesus. In that moment, Jesus returned to find them asleep as he had been praying to his Father, our Father in heaven. He waited for his arrest. It was a prayer that the cup he was to endure might be escaped, but the work of the bridegroom could not be escaped. He had to save his bride, the church, From the terrible sentence of death that it had hanging over her due to sin. Over the past few weeks in our readings and sermons, you have heard the term wisdom tossed about. You have learned that wisdom is a great treasure, a saving treasure that is not of this world. The wisdom we speak of as Christians is that which we receive through faith in Christ. In this parable, Jesus is the bridegroom, and the virgins represent those in the church 
awaiting his return. They needed oil to light their way so they could greet him in readiness to enter the wedding banquet. Those virgins that did not have oil had no place left to find it once the bridegroom appeared. It was too late. They were not allowed entrance into the banquet. In fact, the bridegroom tells them that he does not even know them. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, you know neither the day nor the hour. Oil in this parable is wisdom. It is the wisdom we need that only comes from the gospel of Christ. It is that precious wisdom imparted by the Holy Spirit that creates and sustains faith in us that trusts in Christ. It is wisdom that we need as we watch and wait for his return. The oil we need for our candles in the chancel area comes from a supply house. We order it as needed. I'm going to have Juanita order a couple gallons because it's on sale for 25% off before Thanksgiving. Gotta love an earthly deal. These little candles burn for a little more than four hours before needing more oil, more wisdom, if you will, to do what a candle is supposed to do. Burn, shed light into the darkness, and frankly look beautiful. Otherwise, they grow dim, and eventually the wick becomes dry, and it burns out. No light, no beauty. So once a week, we fill them. This is, this is that wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit. This is what it does for Christians. It is the oil we need so that we may burn with the light of Christ that is in us. It fills us with a desire for our bridegroom and his coming. It prepares us. How many of you in the past year have earnestly in faith prayed, Lord, come quickly? It's been a tough year. Faith needs to be fed. Just like these little candles, it needs the gospel. It needs to hear God's word and receive the sacrament. It needs it so we can, without reservation, pray, Lord, come quickly. Amen. That we may be ready at any moment for Christ to return, just as the wise virgins were ready. Without receiving word and sacrament, we risk being like the foolish virgins. There are those that just go on, day to day, losing sight of the promise that the bridegroom, Christ, will and may return in any moment. They are in the church. They've heard the gospel. They've been baptized. They have received the sacrament. Their names are in church directories all over the world, and sadly, in ours as well. They have no desire to fill their lamps. Doing so fails to be the number one thing in their life. Life just gets in the way. I've got this to do, and I've got here to go, and I'll go next week. This week, I'm tired. The Church of the Comfy Comforter sounds better. There's time for that later. That is what the foolish virgins thought. Oil? I've got enough. I warn our confirmation students about this, about seeming to fall off the face of the earth after confirmation. The temptation of the devil to make us feel like it is over and done. To feel as though we have graduated from church. We see the same things with baptisms. Where did they go? They were here, brought all their family, and then we don't see them. 
For the confirmation students, it is not entirely their fault. Someone needs to bring them. But I tell them there may come a time when they are 16, have a driver's license and access to a car, they may well confess their faith by getting up and coming to church when their parents fail to bring them. Our prayer is they will do that, that they will want to be filled even after a few years of unconsciously being taught that it is not that important. We'll go next week. This weekend we need to fill in the blank. I realize this may be heard in the light of this pandemic as a little too much loss, a little too much of a push to encourage you to be here. Trust me, the devil is overjoyed as he looks upon empty churches, sparse communion rails, and people staying home. True, there are times we should stay at home to protect our neighbor out of love for them. It is an act of love. At the same time, watch that you do not be complacent or allow your children to become complacent in regard to keeping themselves full of the words of Christ and the oil the Holy Spirit provides through them. Bring them to kneel beside you as you receive the sacrament. If not on Sunday, call me, Pastor McKay. We'll find a time to do so right here. We would never let the fuel tank in our car get so low that we might not make it to the grocery store, to work, to school, to drop off the kids, or to a sports event when we are on the team. We have more wisdom than that. It's fine wisdom, but it's earthly wisdom. God turns earthly wisdom upside down. St. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 1, 18-25, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. For Jews require a sign and Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. To the Jews a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Our bridegroom wants us filled with heavenly wisdom that makes all earthly wisdom foolishness in comparison. Earthly wisdom that might gain for you a 401k people dream of or just simply keep your gas tank full. We need eternal wisdom that clings to eternal life in Christ, that keeps faith in Christ burning in our hearts, wisdom that sees it as the highest need for our lives our eternal lives, in the presence of Christ Jesus. We have a little squeeze bottle. Holds about 12 ounces of liquid candle wax. We go around up here and we squirt a little in there and we squirt a little in there until they are, are full and ready to be lit and not burn out in the middle of a service. Something far greater, though, is dispensed from here. It's faith in Christ. In baptism, we are given that faith, even as infants. Three in the past three weeks, if you have noticed. Christ commands teaching to follow. 
Matthew 28, 19 through 21 reads, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always till the end of the age. Receive the teaching in the body and blood of our Lord is like the oil in the squeeze bottle. It gives us new life each time. It refreshes and washes away our sin, keeping us prepared for the return of the bridegroom, Christ for his church on the last day. It is how Christ is present with us, even as we wait. As Christians, we are to be like the wise virgins with oil, wisdom, faith, aplenty for the task of waiting. It is not something we can buy, sell, or trade at the last moment. It is something that must fill us by the power of the Holy Spirit through the means Christ himself has commanded. And this is where it is. In the name of Jesus. Amen.